Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Hmm. I was in a real hurry. Why is that? Because um, you know how people get in a hurry and they just are like focused on getting things done, 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 done? No, never seen you oh do that God. ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a, I think it was a Saturday night and right. I went to Elder Bay Grocery to mm-hmm. get some food, mm-hmm. to go back home. And I really didn't want to talk to anybody, believe it or not, Benny. I was antisocial. Get out of here. <laughs> you just, feeling okay? Did you take a temperature? I don't know. I think I do talk to a lot of people. You're and including yourself. It's cr- yes, I do talk <laughs> I, to myself. I do too. I'm not, not saying I don't. Because I listen <laughs> to me. But I could hear uh, some music coming from the corner, and I'm like, what is that? Who is that? <laughs> so I went over, and I uh, took a video of Kevin Adam Kenneker. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. You're in the studio live with me. Because you reached out to me on Facebook. Yes, I did. Get a little closer there. Okay. There we go. And no problem. Add a kid. I like that because those are the type of people that make it in the world. You know, the people that reach out to other people. Yeah, if nobody ever did that, I don't think anybody would be famous. No connection. There you go. They wouldn't be famous. But all I said was, I, I'm looking for some guests for my show. Anybody want to be on it? Boom. That was you. Immediately. I didn't even know you had a show. <laughs> but you're like, I'm going to. Beyond it now. So I think you're ultra talented. Thank you. And it was really nice that uh, Josh Elder Bay now has music on Saturday nights. I love it. It's pretty awesome. And without him, I wouldn't have heard you. Yeah. So a uh, shout out to Josh Elder Bay and promoting live local music. Uh, and I'm going to get you in um, Oak Harbor now, the Tap Room Pen Cove, and you'll play there this uh, fall. I'm very excited about that. I think that's why I like this story so much, because it's progressing, and it won't be the end, I'm sure. So, let's see. I want to hear your story. How'd you uh, get your first guitar? Okay. This this is pretty cool. So, I was skateboarding by my friend's house. I used to skateboard with him all the time, and I heard this disbarred music coming from his house, and I knew it was not normal music. And I knock on the door, and he opens up the door, and he goes, dude, look what my dad got me. It's an electric guitar. And I was like, right then and there. I knew I wanted to play guitar. So my dad got me one for Christmas. Everyone told him that it was going to sit in the corner and collect dust. Man, did I prove them wrong. <laughs> yes, you did. So did, were you self-taught? Most of the time, yeah. I never paid for a lesson. How many hours did you sit in your room? 15 hours a day. I believe it. And you, you came up with your own style, too. Mm-hmm. It is yours. Yeah. It's like you're doing your own thing, and that's the original stuff that people are, I think we're looking for that. Original, authentic from your heart? Yes. So as you were growing up, was life easy? No. What went on? Uh, so high school, as soon as you start playing guitar and you have it on you all the time, people either call you guitar guy or they make fun of you and they're just bashing on you for trying to be something that you want to be. You know, I don't know if anybody else ex- experienced that. But uh, I, I just kept playing and playing and playing. And those people that were making fun of me eventually just turned their attitude around. And they were like, wow, you're actually good at it now. Mm-hmm. So they, they call it bullying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for, for being a musician. Yeah. And maybe they're a little bit jealous because they don't know how to play and they'd like to learn, but they don't put the effort in. Yeah, at the time I didn't really think of that. Yeah. Well, you're, you're 30 now. Mm-hmm. So you had some dark days? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And how'd you get through, through those dark days? I would play my guitar, like, all the time. Like, I didn't do anything else. I'd sit in my room. And I was grounded a lot, so. Grounded—that's a good—that's a good thing. 
you were so grounded, you learned how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. Well, and I do. Not like you grounded yourself <laughs> for spending that long in there. I'm not leaving. I'm grounding myself. I'll play yeah. again. Well, I, my my purpose and passion is I there was a coffee shop in Snohomish. It was called Wired and Unplugged, and I mentored kids. And we just had our. It was there was a post yesterday on Facebook. It was 11 years that we shut down. But the Tim Noah Thumbnail Theater came from that open uh, mic that we started over there. Uh, we did the Snohomish Taste of Music. I played Wired and Unplugged did you when really? I was 16 years old. <laughs> I did not know that. My family was there, and I was really, really upset when that place shut down. Wow. Okay, we did not know that about each other, but my arm hairs just went up. Yeah, mine too. That place saved children's lives. Alexander mm-hmm. Bishop, Maggie uh, Magdalene. I don't know if you know any of those. The, uh Bocart from it's the, the school. It's been a long, long oh, time. Oh yeah, but providing like Soul Food Coffee House does that now in Redmond. There's a, there's a few places left where kids can come in, whether they have money or not, and they're accepted. And we call it a tribe, and they get to play their music. So when I mentor kids, we just find that one thing they love. A lot of time it's art, which you're an artist, mm-hmm. music, and um, like dance, uh, cooking, anything creative. Because when kids have creativity. They have imagination, and they have that connection to something outside themselves, their their spiritual beliefs. And you know how to pray, don't you? Oh, yeah. And you have been praying, and what's happened and changed in your life? Uh, around the time I was 19, I really wanted to know if if God was real and if Jesus was actually real. I spent a lot of time in church because that's where my friends were. And it just came to a point where I needed to know for a fact if it was real or not. And if it wasn't real, I didn't want to be here. And then when I asked for something completely specific for, like, a let's say, a guitar teacher that that moves in at a certain house that I'm praying over and I'm literally on my knees with all of my heart and soul into this prayer or I'm going to go hang myself. And then, bam, I get a guitar teacher and he told me that he'd been playing for 27 years. And I, I got there right when the U-Haul truck showed up and everything. When I asked him that if he played guitar, he looked at me like, how do you know that? You know, like I've been playing for 27 years and he was a gypsy jazz guitar teacher. And he'd been playing for so long. And I mean, dude, just amazing. Exactly specifics. of if, And my whole life changed right after that. You know, like I, I never even wanted to even think of that ever again. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And he's I'm still in the contact with him. Yay. And, yeah. and he gave you lessons? Oh, yeah. And then he started giving me money for doing work. He paid me $80 to mow his lawn. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a lot of money to mow your lawn. <laughs> I was that, like, that's yeah. called mentorship. That's yeah. a person that really cares. And in that group we did, it was uh, two hours after school in Snohomish because they got out at noon on a Friday. It changed. I mean, those kids have been on my show. I mean, almost all of those kids have been on my show, and they're doing amazing things. But having an older person reach out and, and help you. I mean, that's what, who's listening to the show right now. I mean, there are kids out there that you can spend two hours a month and make a difference. Mm-hmm. But we've got to give our kids art, music, and creativity again. We have to get their higher chakras, their energy um, spinning again, because that's when they have their own original ideas. That's when they think for themselves. They say no when they want to say no. They say yes when they want to say yes. Uh, they don't conform as easily, you know. So I, I just love that you're original and you're doing your own stuff and that you found something that keeps you alive and did you look up when you were praying or oh yeah i was full on crying there you go like crying so hard and i don't know it was like a big pause in time when i asked him to it was like his whole entire life was being drawn right in front of me and uh, i'll never forget it 
I will never forget that. Sweet. But And then there was a time you did want to leave this world. Oh, yeah. Nin- I was 19, so like 11 years ago. And I always say it, music does save a lot of a lot of young men's life, too. I mean, if you want to know the statistics, it's a lot of the young men that are taking their lives right now. So mm-hmm. finding that music. And in Kauai, uh, Seth Yamamoto, I mean, that that's what was keeping him alive. He did pass over, and he did take his life. But he had a circumstance where he wasn't going to be able to play anymore. And so I tell uh, wives or girlfriends, like, oh, my God, he plays too much. Well, it's better than the alternative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, let's see. What do you have planned? What are you going to do? I'm going to play for millions of people. I don't know exactly when, but I know it's going to happen. I, I believe you. <laughs> I totally believe <laughs> Me you. Me too. <laughs> so what we want to do is um, encourage our young, our youth, to get a musical instrument. And I know it's really expensive nowadays, and that's mm-hmm. what kind of stops most people. So praying, it works. It worked for you uh, multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, my friend prayed for me like over seven different times that I would get the best guitar I've ever had. And within a week, somebody random bought me a guitar. Uh, this lady that I didn't even know, I talked to her for five hours. She took me into a pawn shop and got me a Gibson SG that was $729. And I didn't even know this lady. I had no idea who she was. And then this other couple bought me a guitar. They, they took me to Bigfoot music and told me to pick one off the wall. And uh, I've got a Taylor button for me, another Taylor button for me, a double neck acoustic guitar, 12 string, 6 string, and another double neck guitar, but it was an electric guitar. I've had so many guitars just given to me or bought for me right after my friend prays. In the name of Jesus, you will get the best guitar that you've ever had. So you, he's got your back. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, at 30 years old, that's that's really young. So um, you want to va- uh, have a Van Connor jam session? Yeah. Okay, that'll be our next uh, homework besides getting you at Penco Brewery. And I think what we're going to do is going to have you play. Are you going to play till till the break? Okay. Are you prepared for that? Yeah. And so um, I'm going to just talk a little bit. He gets set up. All I have to say right now is that, one, I guess I think I was inspired to meet Kevin. Kevin did pray. Things happen in most the most beautiful ways, and that's why I teach the work I do. If you don't ask and if you don't look up, and even on the darkest days, you you have to look up. That's why the stars and the moon are so amazing, because they make you look up. But you have to ask for what you want. Focus on the good that's going on in your life. Be very thankful for the things that you have already. And then use your throat chakra. By him reaching out to me on Facebook, look where he's sitting right now. How many people are thinking about their dreams or talking about doing things? I call it dropping the ball. I don't want to hear about it. I want you to go out on the, the, the dance floor. I want you to go out on the court, and I want you to start playing. You don't even have to be that good at it, right? But just start that one thing that you love to do, whether it's taking lessons or maybe um, just sitting in your room and playing or picking up a, a paintbrush, right? Do those things that bring you joy, and I bet you the rest of your life will change. Um, so we're going to listen to Kevin on our way out of to the break.
Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Langley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Need a weekend at the beach? If so, join us Saturday and Sunday, August 24th and 25th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Ocean Shores Convention Center. The Ocean Shores Body and Soul Festival is a full weekend with intuitive readers, healers, vendors, plus free talks and classes overlooking the beautiful Washington coastline. This year's donations will go to North Beach Children and Family Care Alliance. For more information, visit Ocean Shores Body and Soul Festival on Facebook. Lift your spirits this summer and join us in Ocean Shores. Elder Bay Grocery has been locally owned and operated by the same family for over 25 years. They're located at the south end of Camano Island at the intersection of Mountain View and Elder Bay Road and is less than two miles away from the Camano Island and Cama Beach State Parks. Kara's Kitchen at Elder Bay Grocery offers burgers, local craft beers on tap, sub sandwiches, pizza, live music, and free Wi-Fi for customers to stay connected while enjoying their affordable and family-friendly dining. Stop by to refuel the car or even treat the kids to a hand-scooped ice cream cone. For more information, visit elgerbaygrocery.com. That's E-L-G-E-R baygrocery.com. Or like Elger Bay Grocery on Facebook. It's always a great day at Elger Bay. Crabbing season is here. Stop by Elger Bay Grocery for all your gear you will need. They have licenses, pots, bait, and ice. Are you a beginner? Well, Elger Bay has a staff that can give you all the information you will need to get started. Happy crabbing and see you on Camano Island. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp. That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, and that was Kevin Adam Kenneker, and he'll be ending the show with another tune for us. And joining us this morning is Jennifer Short, Camano Island Honey. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're having a party, and guess what? You were the second person that reached out to me when I made that Facebook post, wasn't it? You? Yeah. I know. <laughs> yep, I'm on it. It pays to speak up. Facebook is our friend. It is our friend, used wisely. So, Jennifer, tell everyone what you do on Camano Island. Well, I am a doctor of veterinary medicine, and I own Camano Island Honey. Um, I am a beekeeper, and I manage uh, Sanctuary Farms Apiary, uh, which is the parent um, organization for our Camano Island Honey. I facilitate the health and welfare of bees and pollinators in general. So that's us. And you helped me out at the Port Susan Farmer's Market last year. You came out with some 
some bees? Yes, I came out with an observation hive and did an educational day um, to go ahead and help everyone understand about pollinators and how we can support them. So how can we support them? You know, the best way to support the pollinators um, is to go ahead and facilitate their forage and natural environment. And that means mostly about what we plant um, and also about what we put on the um, flowers and vegetables and lawns that we grow. So it's really important to reduce the amount of chemicals, dangerous chemicals, insecticides and herbicides that we put on our um, lawns and our flowers so that we don't kill the native pollinators and, and the honeybees, my friends. And why do we have lawns? You know, it, it's been a historical thing. Um, lawns were originally a status symbol, and, and we just kind of continued along that vein of growing these Kentucky bluegrass lawns when they do really nothing for us but suck up water, um, precious resources, and, and the other precious resource, our time. Uh, it's a tremendous amount of effort that we put into mani- maintaining and, and managing these lawns uh, when in actuality, a nice uh, pollinator native meadow uh, look in your front yard is, is even nicer, I think. I think so, too. It was my permaculture friend. He said, Dina, it's when they used to say we have money to burn. That's what Alon actually was telling people. Look at how much money I have. So, right. And in certain areas where we have water issues, um, they don't allow all that lawn to be grown. They require some portion of your yard to be done in, um, you know, xeriscaping. So that's something else to think about. And when I go to Kauai and we do disc golf, all these discs get into the pond, but no one wants to get in that pond because it's full of fertilizers and poisons to keep that grass green. Absolutely. And and that's, you know, I can tell when someone has sprayed, um, for uh, you know, on their lawn um, to kill dandelions or to kill... Um, something in the area because one of my hives will, the girls will come back to the hive and they'll just be dying on the front porch. Um, and I'll have a mound of dead bees out in front of one of my hives. And that's heartbreaking because when the spring came, I started, I was running or riding my bike and I can tell one, one house, you know, with the green lawn, it stinks. It literally, literally stinks. Yeah, we, we um, try to be more careful here on Camino about um, how we are stewards for our environment. Um, we still aren't doing it perfectly, um, but we, we do go ahead and we are aware and conscious of, of a lot of the things that we do that affect our environment. And we love our dandelions. We love our dandelions. <laughs> I have a, a campaign, a crusade. Um, my graphics lady, uh, Courtney Prather, is doing a, a sticker for me to go ahead and it's the do not mow the dandelions, right? And it's about going ahead, and especially during August and September, when we have this forage dearth, is what we call it, where there's really not a lot in native plants that are blooming during August and September during the dry season. And when that happens, the pollinators, both native and the honeybees, don't have anything to eat. The honeybees, of course, have beekeepers that will help them out and feed them. But the native pollinators don't have that benefit. And so the dandelions and the clover are really just about the only two major resources of food that they have in the system right now. And I know that they're hitting the dandelions really hard right now because my girls are bringing home orange, bright orange pollen in their pollen pants. So I know that the dandelions are about all they have. 
Wow. And, you know, I want to blame the 70s. I'm just kidding. You know, when we were growing up, it was the lawn, you know, you fertilized. We, I just, what went wrong? What went wrong? <laughs> I couldn't even answer why we got, went in that direction. Was it the chemical company selling us chemicals? Or I'm just it, wondering. It's all about behavioral modification and conditioning, right? So, so you have to be careful. It's a slippery slope. And now that we've gone down it, well, we need to recover. We need to come back out of that hole and start making things, um, you know, more aware. Just education. And that's why I do a lot of education um, for free at gratis, a lot of educational um, speaking engagements. I do a lot of uh, pollinator awareness speaking in ver- for various groups all over um, the, the not only the islands but different counties. So it's important to me for me to educate uh, the public in general. And so I, I'm on the Washington State Beekeepers Association Board of Directors, and we've actually pushed through um, a couple of important bills this year. One was the Pollinator Protection Act, and another one was the Beekeeper Liability um, um, Act. And so we went ahead and we got those through to help um, people be aware and to go ahead and facilitate better uh, management techniques, especially for our road maintenance. Uh, the you know the the sides of the roads could be pollinator planted friendly, right? And so those areas, the open space areas, should be used for those kinds of things. And dandelions have all kinds of medicinal things, don't they? Don't they do other things for us too? Like Absolutely. we can use them. They're just. I mean, we used to eat them. <laughs> we used to make dandelion wine. Remember those days, Dina? I don't, but <laughs> I should. But, you know, I, also they're beautiful. I mean, they really are beautiful. I just, like, I, I have to go back to why we don't like dandelions, but I just think it's, uh, I, I, you know, it blows my mind because you're just bringing up dandelions and how amazing they were as kids, and you blew those little, uh, blew the little uh, dandelion seeds around well, and how much yeah. fun that was. So we should make well, that, uh, like, a new trend that kids know. can run around in all those yards and start blowing those dandelions around again. Well, one lucky person down here at the south end always gets a jar free jar of honey down here for the lawn that has the most dandelions and goes the longest without mowing awesome (laughs) and clover (laughs) and i guess that's why i love i do love camano because i was thinking of moving but you get in touch with nature i i see the baby eagles kind of running into trees right now with their moms because they're learning how to fly and they're getting better at it and then they're left alone but you know that to me, this whole, like, last month was all those newborn eagles learning how to fly. And I've never actually seen them try to land for the first time. But so the birds and the bees, and you can hear them. You go down to Mabana Beach, and you can hear the bees, and they're doing their thing. But, you know, you get out here, in the, and I call it the mainland, but it's I see seagulls. I see some squirrels and some crows. But, you know, we see the birds come and go spring, and it's, it's, it's being in touch with Mother Nature again. I think that's what went wrong. We quit connecting with Mother Nature. It is all about relationships, isn't it? And I think it's not just about our relationships with nature. Um, it is also our relationships between each other. Um, we need to facilitate those better. We need to go ahead and start talking to each other more about how we can improve things around us and how we can improve each other's lives. I agree. And that connection, or I wouldn't have met Kevin if Elder Bay hadn't had that live music and people were sitting around gathered as a group, as a community. And I love that you're going out and teaching. I also love the farmer's markets, of course, because that's like a family reunion every every week, you know, getting out there and meeting people. But, yeah, our connection, connection, 
take yeah. the phones away, and then all of a sudden I'm showing up to look at you and your bees. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a fun visit. We got to actually um, look at Susan Bay uh, at one of the out yards, and it's, uh, it's epic. I, I love my out yards because each one of my out yards is facilitated by what I call host-to-hive family. Uh, these are people who are very um, aware of the environment and very in tune with nature, and they want to help. They want to support um, the pollinators and, and the bees and me. And so they go ahead and they freely give their property um, to me to use to go ahead and put hives so that I can go ahead and repopulate the island with uh, more honeybees. And so that's interesting because I, I saw your house long before I knew you in Mabana riding my bike, and it was beautiful. You got lots of flowers and everything. And I just thought that's the only place you did it. So when I tried to find you for the last three days, <laughs> you were like all over the island. I'm like, what's she doing? Why is she doing that? So so that's pretty interesting. Let the listeners know just a little bit more. Does all the bee farmers do that? Um, most of the um, farmers. commercial um, operations to actually um, work, um, bees and sell pro- bee products will have more than one out yard just because one out yard won't facilitate a business entity. Um, most hobbyists just have them in their yard and they might have, you know, anywhere from two to five or seven um, hives and, and that's enough for them and to go ahead and, and facilitate their need to support the honeybees and, and get a little honey on the side, right? But, um, but the commercial people will go ahead and, and have more yards um, so that they can go ahead and make it more um, uh, break-even. Uh, I don't know that beekeeping is actually profitable. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, but you could teach people how to do that for themselves if they want a, a family one? Oh, absolutely. I go ahead and I facilitate a lot of education, um, but I also do veterinary services for beekeepers. So one of the important things for me as a veterinarian was going ahead and enhancing the health and welfare of these colonies because we have such a problem with um, a mite, a varroa mite it's called, uh, on the honeybee. And it carries a lot of different viruses, and that's really what's killing 50% of our honeybee colonies each winter is the viruses that these mites carry. So for me, going out with clients and going through their colonies and educating them on how they can better facilitate the health and welfare of their charges and be better stewards of what they're doing really is fulfilling and satisfying for me. Well, I, 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 I'm learning more all the time. I love this. And, and what's the health benefits of honey in your own well, area? Certainly, um, you know, they say... Honey should be local, and that's because of the pollens um, that are entrapped in the honey. Um, We just barely filter our honey just to take out the wax chunks. So we leave all the really important enzymes and antibiotic properties and the pollen for anti-allergy effects in the honey uh, when we do that. And And we do not heat the honey at all. We don't even warm the room when we extract it. So we keep um, all of those really good properties in the honey. And the really important thing is that when you eat honey that has local pollen, and really all the western Washington um, honey is is really going to be local honey for you because all of our honey is really based on either blackberry or fireweed or some of those bigger um, groups of uh, native, or well, the blackberry is native, sorry, but a lot of those um, pollens are all going to be the same throughout all the honeys. 
Um, and by taking small doses of those, you actually desensitize your immune system to the allergic effects of those pollens. So it really helps you with allergies. And I've been doing it for a year now, and I did not have the allergies that I normally have. Wow. There you go. And you know, that's the thing, too. When you start feeling better, you forget that you were sick. You right. know, but you have to remember to do those things, and all of a sudden you feel sick again, and you forgot that one thing you added to your regime or your life or whatever, you know, by drinking water, you don't have headaches anymore or something like that. But, yeah, honey. And then you make a lot more things than um, just the – what do you make with the honey, other things? Well, we actually – because um, one of the other byproducts is wax. You get a tremendous amount of wax out of these colonies um, when you work them. Um, I also um, – I used to be a homeopathic veterinarian when I had my private practice. And so it's important for me to utilize natural herbs um, in, um, in palliative um, ways to go ahead and help the health of animals um, because you can't use drugs in organic uh, fashion, in an organic operation, and I had an organic dairy. Um, we learned how to use herbs to go ahead and do the same things that drugs would do for us. Um, so um, I make a line of homeopathic balms utilizing infused oils, organic oils, and um, mostly virgin organic coconut and olive oils and shea butters, those kinds of things to go ahead. And, and I also infuse different herbs like calendula, who ha- which has some antibiotic properties, you know, or rosemary or lavender, um, which enhances um, the blood circulation. So I use those in my balm line, uh, and then um, I do some lip balms as well just because they're fun and I like them. And guess what? You gave me a gift, and I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was butterscotch, right? <laughs> and well, I was I was supposed to buy honey, and then you handed me some. I'm like, yeah, that's God. I don't know. You look up, you get honey. Why not? There you go. And, yeah, that's amazing. So give people your contact. Absolutely. We are, um, our website is kamenoislandhoney.com, and you can go there and you can learn about, we have a blog on there, you can learn about the honeybees and what we're doing for pollinators um, in the state of Washington. You can also go ahead and go to the web store and buy any of those products, and if you're in the Kameno Island in Stanwood area, I will deliver them right to your porch, do a porch drop-off. Um, we're also on Facebook at Kameno Island Honey. And Facebook, I do a lot of um, blogging, a lot of educational stuff on the Facebook site. I do um, Live at at the Hive, uh, which is videos um, of how the girls are doing or what interesting things they're doing at this particular time of year. So it's always an educational trip on the Facebook site. Um, And you can also go ahead and just go to kamenoislandhoney at gmail.com if you want to just email me. And just let me know something interesting or you want a question answered, I'd be happy to do that for you. Yeah, and I always like to like the pages because they pop up and they lift my spirits. You know, Kamado Island Honey, that's that's something that when I see it, I'm happy. <laughs> we, we tried to make it very bright. Again, I have to thank Courtney. She's been working on my website for me, and she's made it very bright and lively. We love the sunflowers because they're blooming right now, and that's what the pollinators have. Um, especially in my yard because I plant sunflowers for them. But uh, I like it because it's yellow and it's bright. Yeah, and that's probably why when I rode by my bike, I'm like, woo, that place is on fire because it's full of color. (laughs) (laughs) And you're always out there working in your yard. Well, thank you for joining us, and thank you for reaching out on Facebook. 
we can use oh. that that page for a lot of good, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. Just go and just enjoy. And I'll be calling. Oh, I'll be ordering my honey, and you'll be dropping by my house. I won't have to chase you down. <laughs> I certainly will. All right. Camino Island Honey, Jennifer Short, thank you for joining us. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Join me, Dina Marie, on the island of Kauai. Let me be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. You'll receive daily healing sessions and experience fun, interactive outings to some of my favorite places, sacred sites, secluded beaches, and sunrises that will lift your spirits. Go beyond the tour spots, meet fascinating locals, and leave with amazing memories. Retreats are based on your schedule and budget. For more information, visit liftyourspiritswithdinamarie.com. The 10th Annual Cider Summit Seattle returns to South Lake Union on Friday and Saturday, September 6th and 7th. This year's Cider Summit is celebrating 10 years by moving to a beautiful new location, Lake Union Park. Cider Summit is an over 21 event and is the largest hard cider sampling opportunity featuring nearly 200 ciders, cider cocktails, and even apple spirits. There will be live music, specially paired foods for sampling and purchase, plus a dog lounge. Tickets and event information is available at CiderSummit.com. Longing for deep transformation? If so, join Lisa Flowers and Jamie Starr at the Lodge at Cedar Springs in Cedro Woolley for their personal transformation intensive retreat. Learn how to release the past and create the life you love in a conscious community. Say yes to one weekend per month for five months starting October 11th and change your life. Visit Personal Transformation with Lisa Flowers and Jamie Starr on Facebook or call 425-864-7145. Invest in yourself today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Thank you for joining us. Joining us this morning from Ocean Shores is Tarina Kuntz. Good morning, Tarina. Good morning. It's a beautiful day there. It is. The sun came up. The sky was all pink. Um, it's going to be warm, which isn't usual for out here, you know. I know. I've known you for a long time, haven't I? I know. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I've done three of your events. Uh, now, um, it's a two-day event. It's Ocean Shore. So tell the listeners about it. So we're setting up today, and we're open from 10 to 5 tomorrow and Sunday. Um, we'll have about, I think, somewhere between 35 and 45 vendors. I, some of them are sharing spaces, so hard to keep track. Um, and we'll have classes all day long. 
Um, and then I think on Saturday evening we're going to do a, um, a drum circle, and also Justin the Circler will be joining us to do some sacred geometry in the sand, which if you've never done that, it's super fun. So he's an artist in the sand. Yeah, he also does chalk events. Um, I don't know if you've ever met him. I think I told you you should have him on your show because he's super cool. He um, is super cool, and I just got carried away with life, and then, but yeah, you're reminding me. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, so it's going to be super fun. And let's see, I did that event when I wrote my book, and it was at uh, the hotel, and then you moved to a smaller venue, and now you're moving back to a bigger venue. Right. So, you know, the, the economy over the last 15 years since I've been doing this, it's been kind of crazy. So we started out um, at the Shiloh, and we got a great rate there, and then all of a sudden, one year, the rate, like, quadrupled. So... We ended up looking for someplace that was more affordable, and that ended up being the Lions Club. Um, and the second year we were there, I think you brought all your rocks, <laughs> and they were super heavy, and I remember helping you haul them, which was fun. Um, well, I, anyways, re- I remember, I got to tell these stories. I remember uh, a woman falling into my rocks, because there's 200 pounds of rocks in the, the, on the ground, and she fell into them, and then she came over and she says, are you Dina Marie? I said, yeah. She goes, well, you're staying in my house, and I had to get a hotel to come here to see you because she's basically coming to listen to me talk. But we've been friends ever since, and I've done all kinds of stuff with her and her family. They've all been on the show, but that's because you had an event where people can show up, meet other people, like-minded, and become uh, the tribe again, the family, right? We need these events. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been really interesting. You know, there's people that come to this event every year that I really only see at festival time. Um, but some of them are just people that I know. If the tips were down, I could call them and they'd be there for me. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty special. And when my chips were down, I, I kind of had a time in my life where I was homeless. <laughs> it was it's a sad story. It was a bad divorce. But remember when you gave me that big. Uh, outdoor place to set up my stuff because you didn't you forgot about me a little bit right and I prayed when I walked up I'm like I really want that big place and you gave it to me and everybody there bought my jewelries my hippie skirts all my books basically (laughs) I walked away with some money and had a garage sale at your event (laughs) thank you (laughs) well it was kind of the kind of the beginning because all of a sudden all the cool kids wanted to be outside so, um, <laughs> yeah it was know. the cool kids and michelle like walked away with my hippie skirt and i see her sometimes wearing them and yeah so name some of the vendors that'll be there so um missy and michelle so that's harmonia jewelry and um oh i'm so sorry i can't remember she does essential, essential oils. Oh, circle of healing Maybe. circle of healing yes thank you um so those guys will be there and, of course, the crystal gal, Heather, um, gosh, I'm sorry. I this put you on the I spot. Know these oh, crystal quarry. Crystal Ooh, quarry. yeah. And Dakara's Art. And a new um, group that we're looking forward to meeting this year is Dragon Reiki um, Drums and Fire Sign Jewelry. And then there's a gal who actually lives here in Ocean Shores. Her name's Laura, and she makes these spectacular um, goat soap, handmade soap. Um, and they just smell heavenly. I love to just stand there and sniff them. And then you have um, free classes. It's free. Right. 
Right. So there's classes all day. Um, Missy's going to start teaching tomorrow at Saturday um, at 11. And then um, Angelica is going to do a class on how to do life healing and living healthily. And then Linda Jollo is going to do healing codes. And then we'll have a Reiki class um, and then aromatherapy classes. And we have a gal that does um, acupuncture. And she is going to be teaching a class on the eight silken movement for, I can't, I don't know how you say that, Kaigon, Kigon. Kigong? <laughs> is that what it Qigong, is? Kigong, I think. Yes. But we were yeah. talking, you and I were talking acupuncture, and I know it works because I was at this ladies' night, and I wasn't doing any of the work. I was just sitting there relaxing, and this guy was doing acupuncture on me, and he put one right in the middle of my eye, and I was like, okay. And then this woman came in, oh, Dina Marie, would you um read my friend? And I said, boom, my eye turned on. It literally took the needle out, because your body, <laughs> is ser- and I've had him in the studio, too, before. It's like your body, your energy. It's the energy around your body that makes your body. It's your aura, right? right? But it's, it's the stuff you can't see. That I really have to say that it's the stuff you can't see that matters. You know, the feelings you have attracts the people that you bring into your life. But, yeah, that acupuncture, I go to Kauai and I get it every time. Jolyn, she's amazing. But I do um, recommend it. it. It's great, you know, if you have pains or aches or whatever. I... I have a really hard time sitting still, but um, Doris actually got me to sit still for an acupuncture treatment, um, and I sat down limping, and I got up fine. So it's amazing how fast it works. I just had a, I mean, it's, it's yeah, yeah. I just had a Reiki um, gathering at my house, friends I've had for over fifteen years, and they really like they leave like different people because we haven't done it for so long. But again, it's the, this the healing touch or the 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 connection with other people. But it was just so weird. Like I, we've had a kid who's been struggling um, with um, drugs and such, and like he's Dina. I haven't felt this good since last time I was at your house. So I mean, it's the stuff. Like again, it's stuff you can't see, but we have to really do more of that. You know, just like the music or doing your art or bringing. That's what healing is. It's an art, anyways. And we all have right. the healing touch. But I love it when you can go to an event. I call it a little taste. I used to have the taste of health and inspiration where you go in and you taste uh, the Reiki or you taste the massage or you get the CD from the musician or you buy the art. But you just, I mean, those are the things you put into your house, right? The things you buy that people have made that really right. bring great energy into your home. Right. And there's also a new um, a new group this year that does this thing called Mushroom Logs, which is their um, logs and they're seeded. And you take them home, and they will grow mushrooms that you can eat. Okay, I've never... Will you put a picture on Facebook for that one? Because I've, I've never yeah. seen that before. Yeah, I will. It's, it's super cool. I actually found her at the Puyallup Farmer's Market. Um, and I love oyster mushrooms. You know, have you ever had those? No. They're oh, good. they're quite delicious. So anyway, <laughs> I love those. And so I bought one of her logs, and, I, and I'm trying to grow them at my house. So um, super cool. And the other thing I want to mention just really quick is, you know, every year we kind of look for um, a group to help, a nonprofit group to help. And this year um, there's a relatively young group. They're called the North Beach Children and Family Alliance. And they're a group of concerned citizens and parents here in Ocean Shores that are doing what they can to fill in for the kids that are homeless. Um, 
I guess out of a school district, we were talking to him yesterday, out of a school district of 700, I think, they told me they have 100 um, students that qualify as being homeless. So, you know, that's, that's a huge percentage. And so they're falling through the cracks in terms of, you know, maybe they need a new dress for prom or maybe they need a trip to the dentist or maybe they need a new set of clothes to wear to school. And these folks just jump in and do what they can to fill those needs. And so they're going to be there this weekend, not only raising money, um, but also reaching out to the community in terms of who might need help or who might want to help. So I'm really excited to be working with them this year. So they'll have a table? Yes. And again, that's your community working for each other. And this is in the Ocean Shores area that's homeless? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I... I had no idea that, that, I mean, of course, there's homeless people everywhere and it's horrible and whatever, but the thought that these kids are like here in Ocean Shores and you don't really even know it, it's, um, it's, it's pretty spectacular. And so they've got this whole room set up where they can come and get clothes and, um, you know, different things and just kind of help the kids understand that maybe the way they're living right now isn't the way they have to live the rest of their lives, you mm-hmm. know? Giving them some hope. Right. Right, and showing them a different way to do things maybe than what they're used to. And what was this uh, event started just with an idea, just you, and you just pulled it off, and you've been doing it ever since, or? Oh, no, no, no. Um, So there's always been, well, for I don't even know how many years, there's probably been a similar event in Ocean Shores forever. Um, It started out with Eileen Grimes um, had a group, and I can't remember the name of it, but for years, they put on the fair. Um, and then Leah Mueller was doing it for a while, and she moved away. Um, and I just always loved going. So I thought, well, crap, she's moving. Who's going to do it now? And so I just kind of stepped in and, and did it. And you literally, because as I talked to you, I remember all the people that came to my table, the people that, you know, sat with me and told me their, I say their deepest, darkest secrets and how they're still on my Facebook page and they've overcome the darkness and they're maybe playing music or doing art or they've taken up Reiki or maybe they're massage therapists. But yeah, it's, and, and then we had retreats there. People brought me there after meeting me through you to do retreats in ocean shores. It's just an amazing, I was talking about Reaganomics, the trickle down, which didn't really work. I call it trickled down and all around. <laughs> you basically, you know, again, you never know how many people's lives you touch by doing what you do. Yeah. It's, like the ripple effect, mm-hmm. you know? And what's that they say in advertising? Like, you have to hear something so many times before it sticks in your head. And I think these kind of events, you know, you get exposed to different ideas, and everybody's different in what resonates with them and what touches their heart. So, you know, I may not have an affection for a certain modality, and you might, you know? And so, it's really important that people have opportunities to, to test everything and see what works for them and what speaks to them. And that's the truth, because some things don't feel right. Don't do it. Don't get involved in something if it doesn't feel right. good to you. Don't do it because someone tells you to do it, right? Right. But just because I don't like sauerkraut doesn't mean you don't. I love it. See? <laughs> <laughs> I got it in the fridge. But, yeah. So uh, where is it at again? The Ocean Shores Convention Center, which is right on Chancellor Muir. When you come into town, there's um, at the first roundabout, you're going to take a right, and it's like the biggest building in town. You can't miss it. And uh, Facebook page? They want to reach um, out to you? 
Yes. Actually, if you just type in OceanShoresFestival.com, that will bounce you to our Facebook page. Cool. And uh, again, if you, you want to go, I, I don't think it's that far-fetched to leave you know Bellevue or Tacoma and go for the day. You don't have to stay overnight because it's, uh, what, 11, 10 to 5? 10 to 5, yeah. Then you could have dinner. Oh, my gosh. Last time I went karaoke with all these women. Oh, they had so much fun. They're still talking about it. <laughs> karaoke in Ocean Stores? Where'd you find that? It's over. It's it's a pub. <laughs> and it has a oh. pirate in front of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know the one you're talking oh, about. Oh, I got I didn't it. know they did karaoke there. Well, well if I'm there, they do. <laughs> one time the guy goes, <laughs> absolutely not. And I'm like, come on. It's going to be fun. But he doesn't want to hear the same person singing the same song. I mean, the owner, right? Right. That's too much. Right. But anyways. Right. Yeah, and there's a lot of great restaurants in town where you can get a good meal. There's a there's a great Chinese place. There's a couple of Mexican places. There's a place called The Home Port that if you're here at lunchtime, you absolutely have to try their crab and cheese sandwich. It's like killer. So for the weekend, Ocean Shores for the day or an overnight stay. And uh, you can say hi to Tarina at the Ocean Shores Body and Soul Festival. Yay. Thanks, Tina. It's always great talking to you. Love talking to you. All right. We're going to end the show with Kevin Adam Kenneker playing some music. And I'm going to invite you back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits.